0: Welcome to the Effectual Fervent Prayer Podcast, where we pray to God using the word of God concerning the things that concern you. I don't know about you, but when I pray, I want my prayers to reach heaven. We know God is going to do his part. And so here's to us doing ours. Are you ready to pray? Hey fam, it's your girl Darlicia Menzi, aka Fervent Servant. And I want to welcome you to the Effectual Fervent Prayer Podcast. I am your host for today's episode and i'm welcoming a special guest intercessor for today's episode as well i'm ready to jump right into it y'all this guest that we have today by the name of betty nicole is such a sweet and gentle spirit such a powerful presence y'all i've not met her too much in person yet but one time but just that one interaction and just seeing her on social media i know that we are kindred spirit i know that she knows the father and he knows her i know that she lives and operates in the Holy Spirit so who better to have on this prayer podcast than someone who communes and fellowship with a father like that I think that's such a treat and I'm so honored and blessed to welcome our special guest intercessor for today Miss Betty how are you well like what an introduction like that was like a whole introduction so (laughs) I am here humbly, and I just want to say thank you so much for the awesome introduction. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. Tell us something about yourself. Who are you? What do you do? All the things. Okay, so (laughs) I am Betty Nicole, and I love all things encouragement it's like a thing for me. I love coffee, traveling, all those things, but the things that I do, the things that I really have a heart for is just for ministry. It's for the hearts of the broken and those who feel like, you know, in their situation, there's no hope. I'm just a hope dealer. I believe in the power of God and that he heals, that he strengthens and like all the things. And so I'm just the vessel, I'm a student of the Bible and I'm also a teacher of the Bible. And um, I travel speak, I've, I wrote book. I also um, produced uh, Christian planners and Christian journals. So it's like a whole, it's a, it's thing. It. It's a thing, it's a, <laughs> it's a thing, thing. Right? <laughs> It really is a thing. And like, so that, and then like I said, all things encouragement. So um, I'm just all about encouragement and just pointing people to Christ, so. Jesus, that's it. So y'all can already tell, like, look who's in my circle. (laughs) (laughs) Look who's in my network. What a blessing. Thank you, God, for sending us quality people, quality people who know you that can help us and keep us right on the path where you have us and add to our lives. I just... I, I I'm stuck there I'm, I'm just stuck there yeah <laughs> stuck there all things encouraging she says this is yeah. what she do this is what her life is about every outpouring every gift every talent every ability ability everything that's produced is pointing them right back to Jesus and I if y'all don't know no people like that pray for it <laughs> yeah absolutely Cause you need it there there's no there's no other way and you know i think about when jesus was was talking to the disciples and he, he turned to them and he asked them you know are you gonna leave me too you know yeah. and he said oh, where are we gonna go because you have the words of life so it's in my own life you know it, have I have I thought about you know what I'm gonna give up this thing this thing ain't working I'm praying I'm seeing you moving other people's lives and I'm seeing you do this I'm doing no. that but you know what Lord what, what where is my when are you gonna answer my prayer have <laughs> I gotten to that place absolutely but at the end of the day my heart posture is this Lord where else can I go where else can I go that's where else,
1: else? oh where so, else
0: can I go what, where else? What? Well, who else do I have? Like, what else can I depend on? Who else will be a solid rock in my life? What else is is sturdy enough and solid enough to to withstand me and all of my my stuff? You know, all of my emotions, all of the disappointments, and all the despair and the things that I feel that I wrestle with in this life. So let's just—I don't even know where we going. Baby, <laughs> we on fire! All. Ready, y'all can already tell what this episode is gonna be like. So you 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 tiptoed and tap danced already into your topic. You wanted to talk about hope, healing, and restoration. Why? Why was that the burden on your heart? Why was that the thing that God has you why is why is he using you in that area? What, what do you have to say I, on what, Well, hope, you know, I think that it really is a thing. And I was in a place of hopelessness. Okay. So 2015, you know, I came into the year running. I had just, I was finishing up my college degree, things were going well, you know, I was traveling, things were, and and I had just had my daughter February of that year, and things seemed to be looking up. And June of that year, um, I ended up losing my daughter. She was four months old in two days out of the blue. I literally um, went to sleep that night. It was raining. It was pouring. And looking back in retrospect, mm-hmm. I, over the, la- the, the the few weeks leading up into her passing away, I felt like something was off. Like there was something in me that kept saying, You need to pray a little bit more. You need to do this. You need to do that. And I remember um, my pastor, my mom brought this back to my my memory, but my pastor had called me up for prayer Mm -hmm. and he was like, you know, the Lord wants to know if he can trust you with trouble. I was like trust me with trouble I was like I already have all the trouble so you know of course he's trusting me because I'm you know this is already a thing for me Mm -hmm. but I had no idea and that Sunday she passed away on Friday but that Sunday I dreamed and I remember going to my mom's house I was like telling my sisters I was like Something good is about to happen for me or something. I was like, I think I'm going to be famous or something. I was like, I always have had these dreams. Let me tell you. I was like, but I, this time I was sitting in a chair. And while I was sitting in a chair, someone was rolling up my hair. Someone else was putting on my makeup. And I saw this stage and I was like, God is preparing me for something. So we're all rejoicing, right? That was Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. I testified at church, you know, I'm like, I'm getting back on my stuff, this and this and this, and then Friday came, Friday morning, I go over to the crib, I got this uneasy feeling in my spirit, and usually I'll go and just pick Bailey up or whatever, but I noticed I'm like, she's been really quiet, so I I tiptoed over there, and I touched her leg, and when I tell you, it was like a, a brick like it was that hard and I just remember running out of the room I was yelling for my husband I was just yelling and yelling and yelling and he came upstairs and it was a whole mess and when I tell you people think that life sometimes I think that we think that our life turns upside down in a series of events but mine flipped in a matter of a few seconds come on sis all that i had i just remember all i could say was lord no you can't do this no no lord no i just kept saying no because i i i really couldn't wrap my mind around how and why and she was fine like she went to bed she was happy like like no, nothing. I couldn't wrap my mind around that. So then as I began to navigate that season of just grief and just brokenness, I was also um going through other aspects in my marriage. So my marriage, I, I I got married when I was um 21 years old. So I had been married around that time. I think it was 10 years. We had just celebrated our 10 year anniversary. And I mean, chaos just broke out. So not only was I grieving from loss, but I was also grieving life. And when you're in that situation, you can't, there's there's no words Woo! to describe hmm. what I felt and what what life I, I can't even put it into words. Still to this day, I've been wrote a book and all that, but to sum it up, I still can't. But all I knew was that I had to hang on to hope. Oh God. I had to believe that something good, Romans 8, 20, all things, all things. together, I had to believe that if I would just keep moving forward, that if I would just keep putting one foot in front of the other, if I would just keep... Pressing and pushing for that something good is going to come out of this. And that's what hope is. Sometimes people think that hope is this grand thing that you have to grasp, but sometimes hope is just saying to yourself in a matter of, of moments, Lord, I can't do this, but I need you, Lord, I need you to, to, to strengthen me, Lord, I that is hope, because that's wow. you relying on God, knowing that you are inadequate in yourself, and wow. all the Bible scriptures that you've heard, all the prayers that you prayed previously, all the things that you believed about yourself in your life, yeah. up until that moment, all of a sudden goes out the door, right. because, well, how can you make something good out of this, how can you take me and crush me and I know what you say in Jeremiah 18 that you know that the potter it was that the clay was marred so I get it I was marred in your hands but but crushing me like you know and then the the why come Lord, why why should I have done this the what else and all of these things that you have to wrestle with all the while losing the love of your life because that that was that was what that grief was 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 way worse than me losing Bailey because see with Bailey I knew that life and death was out of my hands and i although to some extent we feel like we can control our life for the greater part I knew that I couldn't control that so I knew that God was sovereign over that but then I felt like a part of me was sovereign over the things I could control, right? Right. So when that was falling out of my hands, I was losing weight. I'm already small by stature. I mean, small, I was, I mean, my jaws were sinking in. Like, I was at a place. Yeah. And I would just get up in the morning. I didn't have an appetite. My appetite was in heaven with my daughter and out the door with with my spouse. So i just remember just you know feeling really low and at one point in my life i said i'm not praying no more oh because you know what you said if we pray those things that we ask that you'll give us when we knock the door was open. You said if we ask anything according to your will, your will is for us to have life right and that life more abundantly. So if I'm praying according to your will, but you're still gonna do what you want to do, what is the point of me praying? And in those moments, for that, that week or so, that was the lowest I ever felt. You know why? Because I no longer had hope. Because if I didn't have prayer, how would I communicate with the one who could help me? Even if I didn't, even if I couldn't feel his comfort in hand, even if I couldn't trace what he was doing in my life, the hope that he was still there, I was able to cling to that. But when I threw that out and said, Lord, I'm not praying, that was the worst state I ever found myself in. And I vowed when I regained that, that faith to just continue to pray if my world is shattered, I will never stop praying. And, and I've always had a, a niche for prayer. I've, I've I, It's always been a thing for me. Yeah. But I began to believe in the power of prayer yeah. again. And I began to say, you know what? Satan can take, my life you know what i mean he could take my child's life or he could take my business or yeah. he could take the hope that i have for god to answer a prayer or he could take this he could take that but he will never take my prayer life he yeah. will never take the hope that i have and when i got to that yeah. point that is when I was able to heal. When I was able to accept the things that I could no longer control and just trust God with it all because that's the thing. We wrestle and we fight with God because we are trying to get our will accomplished. Our will. Right. So the Bible says, seek ye first in the kingdom of God and all these things will be added right. unto you. But we want to seek our will. We Ooh. want God to do what he wants us to do. And that's not how life works. So when I surrender that Ooh, Bailey's Dash was birthed. I was able to write and encourage other people. A video went viral. It, I mean, overnight, it had a million views out of nowhere. Like, why me? Then after that, all these other opportunities, people calling me to speak, Having me go here do this. And I began to now see the stage. But wow. see, what people don't realize is that they want the stage. They want the anointing. They want the glamour. They want the things that come with, with what looks like a pretty life. But you don't know what people go through behind closed doors. You don't impression. know how many times. Yeah, I just so, sat on stage depressed in my, depressed. Yeah. Okay? Yes. I'm in another state on an airplane. I'm sitting next to pilots talking to them. Yeah, you be encouraged. God's going to God's gonna fix it. But I didn't see God fixing yeah. things in my own life. I'm getting in Ubers. Oh, you know, hey, this is going on in my life. Come on, let's just pray. Let's believe yeah. God. But I'm going back to the hotel room crying my eyes out because even though I saw faith and hope for them, I didn't see how I would come out the emotion of my pit. And sometimes we can go low because, and it's not more so the circumstances, but sometimes we drown in the emotions of our reality. And when you accept, when you get to the point where you have to accept some things, sometimes things are hard. You know how many women I didn't went to conferences and pray with them and they've been praying and believing God for things and praying that God would bless their womb. Here I am with three children and just lost one. Wow. And I'm feeling like I can't make it, but I have them. But then I see other women wow. who have not even been able to experience it. And they're praying and they're they're asking God. It it then made me say, okay, Lord, wow, I'll take this cup. Wow. I'll take it. I'll take it. Oh, yes. Yes, I'll drink it because you know, you know what? you are doing something unique in my life and when I can just continue to hang on to the hope and to continue to trust you then you will begin to restore my life you will begin to put the pieces back together in my life and that's the message that I have for everyone for men for women for children for anyone who is hopeless that when you surrender your life and surrender those things to God and that prayer request is no longer an idol when it's no longer the reason why it's and it's no longer the reason why you're praying but when that thing becomes an addition to you serving god lord if you do it you do if you don't you don't i'm still gonna be here then god adds. then god fix things sis yeah why you just why you do all of that I, I, I just don't know like you have to tell me to pause because I just I don't know you know I've been on a sabbatical so I ain't been doing a lot of talking so I think it's stirring up it's, and we and we reaping the benefit of the stirrup. thank you I need to go. I need to go all the way back to something you said all the way back okay you said you was grieving life and loss yeah what I just needed to highlight that for the listeners today Sometimes you might grieve life stuff that is right in front of your in front of your face, something that you might think that you're in control of, something that you might think you can, you know, manipulate or do with or, you know, kind of manufacture or fix something we think we, we can do. That's it. And then loss something that's completely just out of your hands. Who who gives and takes away? God. Yes. So here you are dealing with life and loss. Grieving, hurting, crying, wondering, questioning, asking, soaking, feeling. Begging. Begging. And then you said getting caught up in the emotion. Yeah. I need I need to go back there. We need to go back there. Because I, I believe, and it's been my experience, that that emotion be, can become so real yeah. that it will cover up the reality of God's truth. Yep. How it's did asking. you come out of that place? How did you... How did you, I heard you say, I, I realized that I'll never take away my prayer life again, but that's also another thing I want to highlight. You made a choice. Yeah. You made a choice to say, I'm not praying no more. You say, hey, I can't do this. <laughs> Let me come back to prayer because this is who I am. This ain't just something I do. This is who I am. So you came back to this place of prayer because you made a choice and you say, God, no matter whatever you do, this can't go. This can't go. So let's talk about how you even got to that place with that emotion so that the emotion didn't cover up God's truth reality. I had to come to the end of myself and sometimes our emotions are staring because we're fighting with what we want and what God allowed once is. We're fighting with what we want God to do and what God ain't trying to do at the time that we're praying for Him to do. So when we're emotionally entangled in that, we're wrestling. What did He tell Paul? Why do you kick against the prick? You, you, we're kicking, we're fighting, and we're trying to make sense of that, right? And so I believe the moment that I saw the light of day was when I late when I said, Lord, this is a hard. And I'm not saying this because I mean it. I'm not saying this because it's true. It's true for me right now. I'm saying it because your word says it's true. And you said that you are close to the brokenhearted and you say those who are crushed in spirit and my emotions are crushed. My spirit is is crushed. And Lord, I I don't know. I don't want to trust you in this right now because I want you to do things the way I I want you to fix this. And you're not fixing it. And and matter of fact, it's getting worse. It's getting worse. I keep going. I had to make the choice to trust God. And I had to stop listening to that voice in my head that was saying, well, why did God leave you? He said he would never leave you. He'll never forsake you. He said he'll answer your prayer. I had to stop taking his word out of context and apply it in a way that worked when, how God meant it. Sometimes we can take a scripture and we run with it. And when we're disappointed, we feel like, oh god cuz God never promised me a life of ease, comfort and pleasure. He never said that. But what he did say is man born of a woman is a few days and full of trouble. So he told me that I would have trouble. So okay, emotionally I'm troubled. Emotionally like the woman at the well that felt in me has been bleeding for years, oh she has been bleeding. But you know what, when I got to a place where I said, God, I got to I have to touch you. And you have to strengthen me long enough. You have to strengthen me long enough to make rational decisions. I could not, there was a point in that season of grieving that I could not even remember my children's name. I was in a car one day, one day, this happened twice. Once my husband and I, we were driving to Myrtle Beach and I was in a car trying to think of my children's name. And I couldn't tell him because he was gonna think I was crazy. Right. But that's just how emotionally drained and how the okay, enemy because wow. the enemy he, okay. he found an open door. You have to be careful what you open yourself up to, especially when you start feeling bitter and resentment towards God because of what he allowed, because it opens up a door for the enemy to get a stronghold in your emotions. Mm-hmm. And when he get a stronghold in your emotions, he's gonna take your mind. Ooh. And I remember thinking. I plead the blood of Jesus, I plead, because that's all I could think of. And in those little moments, I realized this is bigger than me. My daughter passing, me going through a divorce, me suffering and going through my stint of depression, and then me coming to the realization that I still love my husband. Like, I I still loved him, I I divorced him, and and because of circumstances, biblical parameters, and God had given me that, but did I do it for me, or was I? Then I, it was it was so much that I I, I describe it this way, like a ball, like a rubber band. You know how you make those rubber band balls? Yes. yes. So emotionally, when we think, when we see our life, and you can, pro- you probably you have your own rubber band ball, right? Each rubber band represents an aspect of your life that that God did, that He didn't do, that you're waiting on a prayer request, something He took away, mm-hmm. all these things. So it's this messy ball, you packed it. <laughs> but but you know what? It's a ball, and you bounce it, you throw it, it's gonna it's gonna still go. So mm-hmm. I began to allow the Lord to remove the rubber bands that didn't need to be there. Yes. Okay. So hopelessness, I got to let you go because there's hope. I got breath in my body. Yes. I got activity of my limbs. Like there's hope for me. So yes. I'm going to believe that. So lie, that the lie that there's no hope, you got to go. Okay. Yeah, I don't really want to eat right now because I don't have an appetite. But what is true, you have to eat. The Bible says you can't live by bread alone, but, but bread is there, right? Bread. But you you he gave it to him, didn't you? You still got to eat the bread. So, okay, let me make let me put some things in place so I can make sure I'm eating. Then, the mental thing. Okay, Lord, what does your word say about my mind? Your yeah. word says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed. But then you also gave me things to yeah. think on things that are true. Yes. Yeah are honest things that are just okay so is this the end of my life absolutely not when my marriage fell apart did my life end no when my daughter passed away did my life end no so I had to begin to replace the the lies of Satan with truth that's how you overcome your emotional entanglement you have to know what is true and I stopped going let me tell you have to know what is true you have to know what's true you have to and and that doesn't come from memes wow. it doesn't come from this culture it comes from Thank the word you. Thank of you. God. the word of god Pause. it yeah. does not come from memes it does not come from culture it comes from the word of god we're talking about truth here so somebody needed to hear that because we love yeah. going on social media to see what everybody else know about god but we don't go get to go know for ourselves yeah And then we scroll and someone say something and and it look like it fit our situation and we think it's a rhema word. And all the time it's not a rhema word. It's something that the enemy, because you know what? What I found with memes and a lot of people who are caught doing things that are apart from scripture, they have a little bit of truth in her in her, and they have a lot of poison. Ooh. And because something sounds like it's true, you don't you you throw out the poison. And yeah. that's the danger in it, because yeah. something can sound good. You can eat something and it can taste good, but if it's got a little bit of something in it that's yeah. not supposed to be in there, you're gonna be sick it can sound good and it could taste good but even that little bit of poison can kill you Amen. even a little bit of poison can sicken you even that little bit of poison can leave room for the yes. end of the world system or your flesh to yes. do what it's going to do with you and bring seven more with it yes I, you in the word that's the book you in my bible <laughs> stronger yes it's true it's true so you know it's it's that that's how you overcome it and you know I think you have to be honest with where you are where you are amen. my amen. greatest healing amen. the moments came when I was honest amen I wondered for because after like things took out for me when when life began to happen I felt like um a failure amen and I felt like how could I tell someone else to fight for their marriage when mine didn't work? Or How could I tell someone to pray over their children when yeah. mine was taken in the night? How could I, I, I felt like I failed and I don't know why I allowed myself to go down that rabbit hole, but I did. And yeah. so when people, when I began to, you know, want to express myself or do walk in the calling and the gifts God called me to, yeah. I, t- I didn't, I wanted to hide because how can I tell anyone anything about you, Lord, and my life isn't together? But that's when God really want to use you because God want to show people, yeah, you. what you see is a, is, is a mess as, or what you see as a, a long, unanswered prayer, yes. what is is really my glory. It's yes. really... And and I was more effective in the moments when I was hurting, in the moments when I was waiting on God to answer my prayer. I was so effective then because I knew what it felt like to be lowly and to be meek and to fully have to depend on God. Sometimes we get lifted up and we get exalted and we think just because we have the gift that that means we have the anointing, just because we have a gift to orate or speak, that that means the power of God is backing us. And that's a scary. Place Woo! because I know I i don't, you know, I don't do anything unless the Lord a lot uh, say it's okay for me to do it, that was God. and two, unless I know that that He's called me to it. Amen. The Bible says some went, but some were sent. Sis, you're talking good. Yeah, <laughs> I, I ain't trying to go now. Now I'll go if you say go, but I ain't just trying to go so yeah because what i know is if i come up with it i'm gonna have to maintain it but when he's he it's his job at that point that's it it's it's him covering it's him keeping it's him defending it's him providing it's him protecting it's him helping it's him it's his job at that point but if i go and make a thing happen baby it's gonna be spent it's gonna be you, you you're absolutely right Anything that you do outside of God's will, you're going to have to stay outside of his will to maintain anything. And that goes for a a business that goes for a relate, that goes for anything you're doing in your, whenever you have to step outside of the parameter of the will of God. And some may say, well, what is the will? How do I know the word of God? If whenever you have to step over a truth to make your own truth, You're going to have to stay over there until you're going to have to stay over there to keep it, and it's not going to be easy, and that's why people get a success mixed up, because they think just because their bank account is filling up, or just because they're filling this up, and they they have the blessing of God, but success does not equate a, a blessed life. A blessed life is an individual who's in the will of God, doing what God has called them to do, being obedient to that. That's why I don't look at numbers. I don't look at how many people view stuff or how many people are following after things that's not how i measure it i measure how effective are you how effective. is he pleased That that is that What's the fruit yes who's coming closer to him because that, of that? that that's the thing that's the thing right there you hit it you 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 shooting the darts you throwing Yes. Them. See, because we talk in the same language. You, I'm excited. I'm happy over here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because not everybody get that. They don't. Everybody get that. And t- to your point about numbers and bank account and views and all the things, just because the numbers ain't what everybody else is, don't mean somebody's life is not changing. Just and it's it. a lasting change. It's not a fleeting change. It's not yeah. something that's come by the wayside for a moment like social media is and how our culture is. It's something that's lasting. Absolutely. Producing Absolutely. good fruit. Absolutely. Absolutely. This what I've been dealing with me on. Mm-hmm. It could be fruit, but all fruit ain't good fruit. That's so true. Some stuff's Some that's true. stuff is defective. Some yep. stuff's poison. Some yep. stuff, it look good on the outside. It, it's real appealing, but they'll tell you go into the into the wilderness. Don't eat everything you see out there. So yep. there is good fruit, and there is other fruit. That's true. That's <laughs> true. And it's fruit that's good on the eyes, but that's bad for you. So absolutely. I completely agree. And, you know, I, I, I'm real selective about things that I do and yes. things I agree to now where I go. Cause I'm not, I'm not looking for a stage. amen, amen. You know, amen. so I'm not, that's not my thing. Like I'm looking for those souls who, who are hurting those people who have been where I've been, who, who is fighting the same good fight that I'm fighting, who's believing God to do some things. And that, that's, that's who I, you put me in alignment with them, yeah. not with the pop, not with all of that. And I get it because people say, you know, sometimes people put me in that place, yeah. but, but the Bible said, let others speak, let, let them, others. let them, let them boast. It's in you the don't the book. Do it. It's in the book. Yeah, I'm there. It's It's in the book. It's in the book. Let them boast about it. Let them tell. Yep. Yep. You talking talking real good. Yep. My God. I just need a say la moment, (laughs) y'all. My God. And it's the restoration too. I think I said hope healing. Yes. Restoration. Yes. And and the restoration is just simply God building you back. So we talked about uh, that that vessel being marred in the hands, right in Jeremiah eighteen, and how it had to be crushed. And it is then after the crushing that God is able to really mold you into who He really called you to be. Before I lost my daughter, before I went through my divorce, before all of those things occurred in my life. God had a calling on my life. People think the calling come after the trial, but the call—the calling is always there. But yeah. before I formed you, I knew you. So <laughs> it was there, right? Ooh. But God has to crush you to rid you of yourself so that you can be who he is leading and calling you to be. So had I not ever lost my daughter, I would have never tapped into writing. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be on the Bible app. Mm-hmm. If I would have never... If God would have never crushed me, I would have never been able to look at other women to let them, I know what it feels like to, to go, what you're going through, but keep fighting, keep fighting. And, and, and had I never gone through that, the things that I talk about would just be merely words because there will be no, really no, no, no truth behind it because yeah. I really haven't experienced it. But now with my experience, you know, I'm able to speak from the heart and what's from the heart reaches the heart. You know, so that's how God begins to restore. God begins to take all of those pieces, everything that seemed like the end, and he begins to piece them back together again and not in a way that that broke you or not in a way where you, you know, but it's in a way that's going to make you better. Yes. And if you take nothing else away from this, I want you guys to know that don't feel bad about your trials. Don't feel bad about those prayers that God hasn't answered. Don't don't be embarrassed about the things that you you feel like you don't want no one to know because that is where your strength lies. That is where you reach people because there's a million other women out there who's wrestling with the same thing, who's crying themselves to sleep because all they want to do is be able to be truthful and be honest and say, this is that so that they can be free, there is freedom and truth, and yes. that is what I was able to set myself free, that is how God set me free, because I was honest with God, and I was truthful about what I felt, what was going on in, in my emotions, and when I wasn't feeling it, I would say, Lord, I'm not feeling it, you got to help me. Lord, I, it's hard for me to forgive. Honest. This thing keeps playing in my mind. It's yes. hard for me to forgive and let go. Lord, I need you to regulate my thoughts. Lord, it's hard for me not to, to you know, grieve these things still. Yes. But you got to strengthen me. And in, in, in those prayers, those are prayers. Yes. If, if, if you take nothing else away from that, apart from we're going to have trouble. Yes. The second thing is you gotta believe in the power of prayer. Yes. And prayer all the time, ain't you laid out stretched on the floor, yes. crying, repeating yourself for two hours. That's good, it has its place. But yes. prayer is this, the most sincere, the most authentic prayers are the prayers that you pray from your heart, not in a a a, a, a religious voice. Oh God, you yes. are that da- right. I can do that. I right. can do that, <laughs> right? But it, am I really reaching God? Because God is looking for those who, who really are relying and, and gentle and spirit and, and is depending on him. And, and when you yes. 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 I say if you in the bathroom, pray. When you on, when you're in the car, pray. I have my best prayer sessions in snooks. I'll be pushing a cart and like now we got the mask, so i really be like, <laughs> it'd be a whole thing. I be walking past people, they be looking like, did you say something? Now I'm talking to Jesus. It's me, Jesus, and his cart and his food, and we. all, I'm having a, a prayer session. Yeah, so, my place so, so, is the tower. <laughs> there you go. You know, tower baby. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's where you're able to release, and like that's that that you you gotta pray, like y'all, sis, like you have to pray. Ooh, what a perfect wrong way what a perfect message she she said so much i'm sorry i I just need you to listen to this full on and i need you to listen to it again and again and again and again until you get every nugget out of her because sis is talking good sis Mm -hmm. is giving you truth sis is giving you word sis is pouring into your hope when you feel like your cup of hope is run out when it's spent Mm -hmm. sis is giving you definition Mm -hmm. sis is giving you perspective she said hey It's your experience. Mm -hmm. It's your experience that opens up that aroma into the earth that God can now come and use as his manifested glory in somebody else's life. It's your experience that breaks the the yoke and removes the veil. It's your experience. I was thinking of this scripture, Romans 5 and 8. I want to say that experience work it patience. It says, and patience. So, it says, and not only so, but we glory in tribulation also, knowing that tribulation, meaning our troubles, worketh patience, right? So our troubles it works patience in us, allowing us to wait on God and our patience experience. So in those moments when you're waiting, don't wait in vain, don't wait, keep with your eye on the answer prayer, but wait and get the experience, get the knowledge, get the understanding, get the wisdom, help somebody else along the way, pick somebody else, do that. Because in that experience, the Bible says it works hope. Woo! Right? So it's working. and it said, hope, make it not ashamed. Don't put you to shame. Hope will, will not make you ashamed because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost that is given to us. Right? So, so that's the thing. I think if you are in a place where you want to give up, yes, don't. And I I know you was waiting on something so profound, right? It you. Everybody pausing. Don't. I'm going to tell you don't. That's the thing. That, that's the word. Don't. Because there's hope, there's healing, there's restoration, and God is more concerned with conforming you to his image so that you can be forgiven so that you can love so that you can see everything is coming to him coming from him than he is with answering your prayers god will answer your prayers he's a prayer answering god and he may not answer it in the time you prayed it in the way you prayed it but he answers right but you gotta allow that experience to have his perfect work and you gotta keep looking to god so that's my that's my nugget if i don't want to keep talking because come on let's pray come on come on so let's just end this in prayer lord i thank you I thank you, Lord, for just allowing us to come here together, O God, and letting us pray to you. Lord, I pray right now in the name of Jesus over every heart, O God, who's on this video, who's on this live, O God, who's going to listen in to this podcast later, O God. I pray that some words, O God, that some truth has penetrated the lies of Satan, has penetrated their hearts, O God. And I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you will be exalted in their life, O God, and let them know that no tear that they have shed has been in vain, oh God, for your word says you collect our tears in the bottle, oh God. Not only that, but your word says you have numbered the hairs of our head, not even a sparrow. Lord, if you watch over the sparrows, if you watch over the birds, if you watch over the creation, Lord, surely you are taking care of us, oh God. And I thank you for your hand that is over the listeners' lives, oh God. I thank you even for Darlish, oh God, for putting this together. Lord, i pray right now in the name of Jesus that you will meet her, oh God, in her moment of need, oh God, that you will strengthen her heart, oh God, that Mm -hmm. you will touch her body, oh God, that you will answer her prayer. Lord, let her know, oh God, and remind her Lord, that you are a prayer answering God, and Lord, that you have Mm -hmm. given us power to overcome unbelief. Lord, her story is not the next person's. Lord, what you're doing in her life is not what you're doing in someone else's life. You're doing a unique work in her life. Lord, you're doing a unique work in all of our lives. Oh, God, give us faith enough to trust you, Lord. Give us faith enough to believe your word and to believe, oh God, that you truly do hear the prayers of the righteous, oh God, and they availeth much, and I thank you for that, oh God, and we give glory and honor to your name, Jesus. We thank you for dying for our sins. We thank you, Jesus, for even being appropriation for us so that we can come to our Father, so that we can't come to god and trust him and believe on him and i pray lord god you will comfort them Lord that you will meet them where they are oh God even as they navigate away from this video oh God that you will go with them that you will remind them oh God that not only are you with them but you said you never leave you will never forsake us oh God your word said even if our mother and our father forsake us Lord you will take us up Lord I pray that you take us up right now in the name of Jesus and I pray over their lives oh God that you will drive out confusion you're not the author of confusion oh god Mm -hmm. i pray that you drive out hallelujah any doubt oh god and every voice of satan Mm -hmm. i plead the blood of jesus Mm -hmm. over every lie that has been spoken over their life over Mm -hmm. everything oh god that the enemy has been doing lord his plans won't work your word says no weapon Mm -hmm. that is formed against us will prosper and we believe that on today we honor you Mm -hmm. and i thank you lord and I pray that you bring hope Lord I pray Mm -hmm. that you bring healing and that you bring restoration in their life Lord let them know that it is you and you alone who saves Lord you save not just our soul not just in salvation but from depression you save us from doubts you save us from fears you save us from anxiety oh God you see when we're up at night when we can't sleep Lord you see when our leg is shaking because we're trying to figure out how you're going to do things see all these things lord god and i pray lord god that you will comfort them and meet them right now and i thank you and praise you yes it's in jesus name that i pray amen 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 and amen god you are good you are faithful you are kind you are loving you are just all-encompassing god you heal deliver set free and restore god you create the narrative god it yes. all starts and ends with you yes it starts and ends with you god have your way Jesus. We thank, thank you god. God. thank you god for this vessel that you have used to pour out to us today god thank you for what you're doing god thank you for her testimony and the power that comes with it the authority that comes with it the access that comes with it god we thank you yes god we just thank you so much for your faithfulness god we thank you for today this podcast this episode betty and everything so betty how can people get in contact with you so um i am my my handles on instagram and facebook which i y'all let me tell you i'm really not active on there I'm really not a social media girl. I'm really not. Mm-hmm. But if you do, you can find me there on Betty Nicole, and then also a Bailey dash uh, for like grief and grief and stuff like that. On mm-hmm. uh, my website is BettyNicole.org, and so um you can find me there. I don't. I haven't really been blogging a whole lot lately. But if you're interested in Christian planners or journals, or purchasing my book and other things that I have coming up, mm-hmm. um, you can find me there. That's BettyNicole.org. I am on the Bible app. Yeah. So new version. Um, Bible app. You can search Betty Nicole. I have. I believe I have four devotionals up now. So far, I'm a little behind. I know because I'm supposed to have one every month, but god is good um and yeah that's where i am oath of nicole is my podcast i have like really kind of set that to the side till i can get a little bit more um just i don't know i, I that's a whole thing but i have some episodes, <laughs> right, I have some episodes on there now so yeah wow. so y'all heard it facebook website podcast blog you version she everywhere yeah. YouTube, youtube spell your name for them sis for the podcast listeners yeah so the um youtube it's so it's betty b-e-t-t-y-e nicole n-i-c-o-l-e and the podcast author of nicole is o-a-t-h-o-l-n-i-c-o-l-e yes so i'll make sure you guys wherever you're streaming from Lord, oh, i hit my words today podcast yeah. platform <laughs> i'll make sure to link um those things for you in on youtube um Thank you guys so much for joining us today for this episode. I love you as always. And listen, guys, if you are a Holy Ghost-filled, blood-bought believer, hello somebody, and you want to be a guest on the Effectual Fervent Prayer podcast, go ahead and jump on over, hop, skip, and jump right over there to my website www.ferventservant.life that's f-e-r-v-e-n-t s-e-r-v-a-n-t dot life l-i-s-e go to the podcast tab right underneath there you'll see be my guest fill out the form and i will review your submission and see if we can have you on the show i love you love you love you love you thank you so much again betty and always y'all stay fervent bye